Welcome to the Subconscious CEO Podcast, the only place where you will learn how to once and for all eliminate your limiting beliefs, eradicate stress, energetically align with the success you are craving, and learn real strategies to become seen and heard in order to define your brand and expand your business. My name is Jackie Adams, and I am an integrative hypnotist and energy healer with a background as a nurse, people leader, and entrepreneur. My mission in life is to make sure everyone who desires to step into their highest self and create the business of their dreams has these vital tools to thrive. So let's get into it. Hello, firewalkers and future firewalkers. It's me, Jackie Adams, and I want to talk to you about how I've walked on fire seven times in my life. Well, in the past like five or six years, it's not like I've been doing this my whole life. And how you can too. Literally anybody can walk on fire. I have watched seven-year-olds walk on fire. I've watched people in their 90s walk on fire. I have seen it all. I've even seen people who are like paraplegic and just being carried over the fire, like to have the sensation of it, to go through experience. It's it's so incredible to be at these events. And the event that I'm talking about is Tony Robbins UPW, which is called Unleash the Power Within. That is the event that he puts on where there is a firewalk on day one of the four-day event. He used to do these events three times a year in the US, once in Australia, once in UK. He's currently only doing it once live in the US, and they just had it a few weeks ago in Florida. I did not make it this year. This is the first year I haven't gone in a really long time, maybe ever since I started going um, in like 2017 or 2018, and I'm very sad about that. However, I have a lot of work that I'm doing here back at home and a lot of lives I'm changing and moves I'm making. So I am grateful for just the place I'm at in my life and what these events have taught me and the action that I've taken because of going to these events. You know, what's crazy is how I started going to these events. So I've gone seven times. I've actually been a volunteer crew member So I worked on the crew of Tony Robbins um, most of the times. I think I've attended two or three times, and the rest of the time I volunteered. So I was behind the scenes, and I actually got to help people through the firewalk and then do the firewalk myself. That was super awesome. I just want to share how I went to my first Tony Robbins event because I really did truly think that it was going to be a one-time thing. And I'd heard about Tony Robbins over the years, right? Everyone knows kind of who he is. He's a major motivational speaker, although he hates to be called that. He uses modalities like hypnosis, but he doesn't call it that. It's just, he's a force to be reckoned with. He changes lives. He can see into the subconscious, into the psyche of people and help them. And he's honestly not everybody's cup of tea. There's probably people who are listening to me right now and I hear his name cringe and say, ugh, I can't stand him. That's fine. And I've I've seen him and I've heard him say many things in his uh, seminars that I didn't agree with, but I also have the gift of discernment. I shouldn't say it's a gift. It's a power. (laughs) Everyone has that power. I can decide that I can like somebody and see all the good that they can do. And not have to follow them 100%. I can say, you know what? I don't agree with you on this, but I've seen the power and the love that you have, the change that you 
the effect that you have on people for the better. And um, so I will continue going back and he's getting older. So I don't know that I'm going to, you know, I don't know know how long these events are going to be around. I did watch I Am Not Your Guru on Netflix uh, and determined that, oh my gosh, this guy is the real deal. So if you haven't seen that movie, start there. And um, he, that actually, that event that takes place on that movie, on that documentary is called Date with Destiny, which is happening this week. And I was um, there last year, not in person, but I did a virtual event last year and that was an incredible event. So whether you're in person or virtual, it's still life changing. I don't recommend doing virtual events when you have kids around though, because you don't want to look away. You want to be present. And when they need you for something, you it gets you out of the zone. But anyways, I'm getting off track. I, first of all, want to share kind of how I first went to my first Tony Robbins event. And then I'm going to share all about how I walked on fire and how you can to the steps in which I've kind of broken down by reverse engineering, like how you can prepare for something like that and not get burnt. Back in 2016, when I was kind of at my absolute lowest point ever with a baby and a toddler, two part-time nursing jobs, marriage not doing well, financially in ruin, it's like where your paycheck runs out within the first few days and then you're just like scraping by. Yes. I was there using credit cards because I didn't have enough money to pay for my life. I was paying for daycare. I was working extra overtime. I was up all night because my babies, I don't know about yours if you have kids, but they did not sleep through the night the first two years of their life, like literally up every two hours. I am traumatized. I will never have more children. There is just no way I can't go through that. The the first couple of years, were just traumatizing. And I worked, I was a working mom, full-time working mom for all of it. So basically I was done for. I wanted a different life. I needed more. I wanted flexibility. I wanted to be an entrepreneur. And I was searching for opportunities, searching for wisdom, searching for someone to tell me like how to do this. And this was totally pre-COVID, like by far pre-COVID. So Things online were out there, but lots of get rich quick schemes, lots of things I didn't really, you know, know if they were good or bad. And so I started finding people whose energy I was attracted to, who I felt like, wow, they are living the lifestyle that I want to live, the time, freedom, creating their own businesses and living with a grateful heart, happy, fulfilled. And it was just, I was just so attracted to their energy and how they carried themselves, how they lived their life and looked at things and the actions that they took. And what was so crazy to me is that within like a week of watching these people's YouTube videos and Facebook lives, they all said something. And it was interesting because I was watching them. I'd been following them for months, right? But then within a week, they all said something about how their entire life shifted 
once they went to Tony Robbins UPW. And I was like, what the heck? What what does this even mean? <laughs> like all of these people are saying that their life totally started moving in a different trajectory once they went to this event. And I'm going to pause right there because maybe Tony Robbins UPW isn't the event that you want to go to. Maybe there's something like that for you where you keep having all these little signs saying like, I need to go to this retreat. Or I just know that if I hired this coach, if I had this healing session, if I went to this hypnotist, if I took this action, that it would put me on a different trajectory in my life, that it would motivate me to find my passion, to discover the actions needed to achieve my goal, et cetera, et cetera. That's where I was. This was what it was for me. I just had this gut feeling every time I got this continuous sign. And by like the third person who said my life changed when I went to Tony Robbins UPW, I was like, you know what? That's it. Like these people's energy, their motivation, what they're doing in their life. It was all very different from each other. They're all very different human beings. And yet they had all had that one start. And I can't even tell you, the story is so long, but essentially within like three months, I manifested a discounted, massively discounted ticket to Tony Robbins. He was the closest he has ever been. And still to this day, that is the closest he's ever been. And that's the soonest it has been like to this day that he was that close to me. I did have to get on a plane, but it was only like an hour plane ride away. And I hopped that plane, went to San Jose. I had, oh, just funding that trip alone was no small task because like I said, I had no money and somehow I found it within me to be extremely resourceful. I sold half my closet on Poshmark. <laughs> That's a clothing, a used clothing app. And I was able to get my butt down there, convince a friend to come with me and Night one, I was like, okay, I've heard about this firewalk. Um, I don't know if I'm going to do it. It sounds a little weird. Sounds like crazy people do it. And I was just like, eh, I don't know. We'll see. And when I get there, what I didn't realize was that fast forward to the end of the night, which was, I don't know, day one is probably like 14 hours. I think he starts at like noon. Um, you get there at like 8 a.m., but he starts at noon, and then you're at the firewalk at like 1 or 2 a.m. It's a crazy experience, and you are more amped than you've ever been before walking out to these 2,000-degree coals with 12,000 people just leaving their stuff at their seats and just so amped up, so excited. They all march across those coals. It is so crazy. And let me just tell you, Walking on fire is possible. I have done it seven times. I've not been burnt at all. I had a tiny blister one time that was gone within two hours. Otherwise, my feet felt great. And I would not believe me if I were you. Unless you are there, it is very, very hard to conceptualize. But walking on a fire is a metaphor. Because what is the one thing that is our greatest obstacle in life? 
I will tell you, it is fear. Fear is an instinct that keeps us safe, but in our civilized society, fear often gets in our way more than it actually helps us. It stops us from doing something because we are scared of the unknown. We are scared of the what ifs, not scared of what actually ends up happening. We're scared of people, what they're going to think about us, scared of different outcomes that are like worst case scenarios. And yet, what if we leaned into that fear more? What if we took more risks that gave us bigger rewards? Firewalking allows us to look at our fear head on. And that is true for almost anyone. I mean, you can go onto the street and ask somebody, hey, would you walk on fire today? And they would probably honestly look at you like you're crazy. But honestly, they'd be like, hell no, I would not do that. How do we even perceive what is a threat to us, though? That is directly related to what's called our reticular activating system or RAS. And I've talked about this before. You may already know what a reticular activating system is, but it's essentially like a filter for which we see things through, not just see things through, but experience all of our senses through. So it helps us to determine what is important and what is unimportant in our surroundings. And what's crazy is we are receiving something like 11,000 pieces of information every single second from like the sensations on our skin, from our clothing to what we're seeing in all of our peripheries and, um, you know, what we're smelling, everything that we're sensing. There's so many things and yet our RAS helps us perceive what is important and what is not important. And fears, things that we are scared of, are going to get like all of the attention of our RAS. So all of our energy goes towards that and it zaps the energy out of the rest of our bodies, our minds, our emotions, our spiritual truths. It just zaps us and it makes sure that everything is focused on that fear. And we react to the fear based on how we are programmed. And so preparing for a firewalk is kind of like preparing for life when you go to therapy, hypnosis, energy healing, anything like that helps prepare your subconscious mind to almost like rehearse a reaction ahead of time so that you know that you can take something on head on. And so what Tony does, and it's not just Tony, it's a whole team of people that are preparing all of these people, I think at his events, he has anywhere from like 10 to 15,000 people. And for the entire day one, you don't know it at UPW, you are preparing for the firewalk. And this is like a multi-phase process that I certainly wouldn't feel qualified to oversee. But from doing this separate, seven separate times and also guiding people through the firewalk, um, hundreds of people through, and never getting burnt myself, uh, and not really ever seeing anyone truly get burnt there. I I have never I've seen people get like a few small blisters, but they're usually gone by the next day. Here is the preparation that is entailed. And what's interesting is that all of these different pieces 
are all forms of hypnosis. Tony never uses the word hypnosis, but essentially what you're doing to prepare for this firewalk is you are training your conscious mind and your subconscious mind and then marrying these two beliefs together. You're practicing over and over again. You're prepping and preparing. And so when you are getting ready to go through that firewalk, you know exactly what to do. You've trained your subconscious. You've trained your conscious. You've already practiced and you've already instilled the unwavering belief in yourself that you can do this. Isn't that wild? Like people are walking over coals, not just some people, like a lot of people are walking over 2000 degree coals just head on because they believe that they could. And guess what? They do it. And I know that because I've done it. So here are pieces of the preparation from what I have gathered. Number one is confidence building. And I would consider this uh, mental, right? You are building your confidence to know. You're instilling in yourself this unwavering belief that you can do this, that you will do this. And how would it feel if you built and instilled that same amount of confidence in yourself every single day or even just once a month? If you put confidence in yourself that you can and will achieve the goal that seems so scary, that seems so far away, how would that benefit you? How could that change your life? So confidence building, that is number one. Number two is visualization. Holy smokes. You are essentially in this room for hours on end visualizing yourself walking through those flames. Okay, they're not actual flames by the time that you get to them, but they were flames right before. The coals are actually the hottest part of the fire. So you're visualizing not just yourself walking on fire because that might actually scare you, but the visualizations that take place are metaphorical. And so what you're doing throughout these visualizations throughout the day is you are changing the entire resonance of your cellular structure to love-based emotions. Because when we look at the spectrum, like think of like a long line going across horizontally, at one end of the spectrum is fear-based emotions, things like jealousy, anger, sadness, everything fear-based. And at the other end, we've got our love-based emotions of gratitude, celebration, all of those just loving feelings. And there are some that are neutral, but when we are thinking a thought, it directly causes us to feel an emotion, a feeling. So when we can visualize ourselves doing something while in a state of a love-based emotion, could you even imagine what that does to your cellular structure? This is a sidebar, but they have done studies of like talking to plants lovingly and talking to plants, like screaming at them angrily and also 
saying loving things to a glass of water and then shouting and being angry and negative at another glass of water. And they've looked at the cellular structure of those water molecules and just the way that the plants grow healthy, et cetera, et cetera. And there are physical, structural changes based on the way that we speak and the energy that we give these molecules. It is wild. I mean, obviously it goes without saying, but the water molecules are actually like more complete, healthier. The plants grow healthier and stronger when they are in love-based emotions, in the presence of loving energy and words, etc., um, as opposed to the plants and like the glasses of water that are around negativity all the time. They actually are like less stable and don't grow as well, et cetera, et cetera. So when you can visualize what you're doing or what you're going to do and putting yourself into this loving emotional state, you are training not only your mind, but your cellular structure to be stronger. Third, you are physically practicing. So you are going about the movements physically. You are going, he teaches us how to walk. So how to put our foot down, the pace at which we need to go. Because I think it's not like you're just putting your foot on one coal. I think it's probably like seven to 10 steps, maybe 12 steps across this with both feet. So you are physically practicing. And that's another thing that you could do in your daily life. If you have a goal, if there's an action that you know you need to take, practice it in your mirror. If there's a conversation you need to have, practice it with yourself. If there's something that you need to do, a speech that you want to give that you haven't even been invited to give yet, practice it before you've even been invited to speak. When you physically practice something, it gives you the confidence that you can do it. And once you get up to that firewalk, you already know what to do because you've practiced it so many times. The fourth thing is language. Now, language is so incredibly important. Something that I make sure that all my clients know is that they are not allowed to be self-deprecating. And what I mean by that is they are not allowed to put themselves down. This is something that all of us are guilty of at some point in our life. And when you can start talking to yourself like you would talk to someone that you love, your whole world will change. Our language is so incredibly powerful. Just linguistic ability to say words that are meaningful, that build confidence, that give you the ability to speak the truth about maybe not even how you feel, but how you're going to feel. It is so incredibly life changing when you can just say, certain words. And for the firewalk, guess what? You're not saying things about yourself that are so great. I mean, yes, you're going to say, I can do it. Yes, I've got this. However, what's so funny about this is when you're walking on fire 
Do you know what you're saying? Maybe you already know this. Two words. Cool moss. (laughs) You're literally saying the words cool moss as you walk through these hot coals. And when people ask, like, why do I say cool moss? Well, it's better than hot moss, right? That's what Tony says. (laughs) So you're essentially like putting your body into a cooler state. Like you are reinforcing it through not only mental emotional state or physical state, but also your language. So you're reinforcing the state of decreasing your body temperature, saying cool moss. From a spiritual aspect, I've mentioned before that you are changing the resonance of your cellular structure to love. And to me, my spiritual belief, which may be different than yours, when you change this resonance of your cells to love-based emotions, you cannot get burned. I'm not saying you absolutely can never get burned because like say a little coal gets stuck like in between your toes if it sits there for too long, it'll probably burn you. However, when your cellular structure is resonating with so much love and you've eliminated all of the unnecessary fear, then you're going to heal so much faster. And there have been people, cancer survivors or people who are really sick or who have a disease who literally change the resonance of their cellular structure by eliminating fear or by just bringing in more loving environments. There are people that have healed themselves from cancer by watching funny movies like comedies. And I'm not sitting here claiming to see the scientific facts on that, but I'm saying that I have seen miracles happen before. And a lot of times it just has to do with changing the resonance of yourselves spiritually, mentally, emotionally, physically. And it all starts with shifting from that fear end of the spectrum to the loving end of the spectrum. And you're going to go into that fear-based emotions some point during the day, probably every day or every other day or at least once a week. But the key is to be able to shift into love quicker and bounce back easier each and every time. And once you step up to walk across those coals and you can do this in your mind, Every day, you can compare this firewalk to an obstacle in your life that you've been avoiding or an action that you've been putting off that you know you need to take that's scary. That is like a metaphorical bed of hot coals. So, you don't have to come to UBW to walk across fire. If you want to, you can come with me. I will come with you. Just reach out to me and say, hey, I'm going to UPW next year. Will you come? And I'll be like, yes. (laughs) It's usually in Florida in November, by the way. I don't know how much longer he's going to be doing these. But even if you don't ever do an actual firewalk, I think the concept, the metaphor of it, you just knowing that you could do it is enough. And taking these concepts of building your confidence, visualizing your outcome, physically practicing ahead of time what you're going to do, using language that is powerful, strong, and positive, 
These things all contribute towards being able to accomplish whatever it is that you want to do. Walking on fire is a metaphor. If you can walk on fire, you can do anything. But I'm telling you right now, you don't have to walk on fire to know that you can do anything. It is all within you now. It is all accessible to you right now. All you have to do is figure out the key to unlock that. And a lot of these little nuggets in this podcast, I hope, helped you. If you want to go further with this, let me know. Reach out to me. Send me a message. Send me an email. My information is all in the show notes of this podcast episode. And I would love to chat with you more about that. Have a wonderful rest of your week, everybody. I love you. And I will see you on the next episode. Thank you for joining me today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd really appreciate it if you could take a moment to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your review is like a guiding light to help me help others. Until next time, remember that you are loved, you are enough, and you are worthy of all that you desire in life.